This is an Area Code podcast. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome to Sweet Tea. This is Portia Collins with her co-host. See, Jasmine, you funny. Like, y'all see, she just just stole my thunder real (laughs) fast. Like, I was looking forward (laughs) to saying You should have seen her. She was, like, leaning all back. Like, I'm about to. You know, I was about to get in there. You just jump right on in. Infamous Jasmine Holmes. <laughs> the infamous is correct. The infamous and pregnant Jasmine Holmes. I, I, look, you just told the secret to the the listeners. Well, you said it. Girl, off, you always like you always paid attention to my social media. Here's the thing. I did. I did. No, listen. I, I saw, this I is the side. This is the side of true friendship, though, for real. Because both of us, neither of us, be on each other's social media. For real, we don't. That's how so you know like, we're real friends, though, because we don't be stalking <laughs> each other. Real people just talk to each other. <laughs> we don't. We don't be watching each other's stories. We don't be watching. Like, Portia just told me something. She was like, you yeah, had my story last night? I was like, hold up. Like, what? <laughs> she was I'm gonna, I do try to watch yours. The, the problem is I get distracted sometimes, and I'll be like, oh, I'm going to come back. And then... That's because I be having, like, 40, 50, 11 stories a day. Like, oh, just I, a oh, long, I know. little clicky, 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 because I'm like, history time. <laughs> Yay! Be a nerd with me. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, um, you did. I forgot that you announced it to everybody. But now we get to tell our listeners specifically, Jasmine's having a baby. And I'm so glad that I'm free and I ain't got to keep this secret no more. Because please, like, just describe me, please. Because I don't think people understand what I'm like when I'm pregnant. I don't think people get it because they're like, oh, you're glowing. Just give the people... The real behind the scenes, Jasmine, when she knocked up. Because you've seen it twice now. Yeah. My girl be sick, bruh. Like, she be <laughs> sick. She be tired. <laughs> I don't even just bother. I was like, I ain't even going to call her. She the just emotions. be emotions. Yes, the emotions. It's she, because Portia will be on. Because she and Philip, what do y'all play? Um, we play on PlayStation 4. We've been playing this game called Fallout 76. Fallout, Shout out to my yeah. gamers out there. But what? yeah, Fallout. Um, and I hear Jasmine in the background. Because <laughs> every night I be coming in there like, I'm so sick of this. I don't yes. know why I let you knock me up. I don't know why we did. <laughs> Portia was literally like the day. Portia, it was that day that I came home from Greenwood. Remember? I told yes. you that morning. I was like, I think mm-hmm. that God wants me to be pregnant. Yes. And you were like, it must be God because we all know. Right. Because, baby. I like, hate it so much. Like, but. And but so I went home you- and I told Philip, and literally three weeks later, <laughs> knocked up. Knocked so up. I. But you're going to get over the hump. See, at least you get over the hump. <sighs> Me, my hump is like till yeah, I'm you like don't be 20, getting over the hump. Right, That's 26 true. weeks, and I'm still like got That's my true. head in a bucket. So you're going to get over the hump. And, then and at least because have... Portia like throws up. Like she has HG. <laughs> I don't throw up. I just feel like I'm going to throw up all day long. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's just like, 
and I kind of envy the HG sometimes just because I feel like you get like a if moment. A mo- you, yeah, but it's a After small window, fam. It's a small window, like a short window where you'd be like, I would pay you'd be money. like, oh, I feel, I feel better. Like, and okay, then- I released it. And then it's like, boom. It's <laughs> boom. Hence, part, this is part of the reason, guys, that we have not been, you know, here. Um, my really girl right. just needed, she needed to like take a little time to, I need to you convalesce. Know. You see my bracelets? Yeah. My little. Yeah. Oh, girl, I see you. Okay. I have little C-bands. And I have, look, I have these stickers underneath, these, like, acupuncture stickers with little needles in them. Oh. And they are on this little, between these tendons and my wrist, and it's a little bitty needle, and it applies a little bit of pressure with the C-bands. This has been the best two days that I've had in six weeks. I am jealous. Like... Like If you get pregnant again, you need to try this. We're going to try. Oh, don't worry. I'm going to be on you like... Girl. Listen, don't even worry. You think I was on you the last time I was pregnant, begging you to come to the hospital. This time, I'm going to be like, you ain't got no choice. Get with it, boo-boo. My girl, Portia, (laughs) she was laid up in the hospital with her preemie baby. And I did not, I never came and saw her because when got... RSV, RSV. Mm-hmm. and I was just like, if I take RSV up there to that baby, I will never forgive myself. So my friend who lives two and a half hours away, I just exaggerated, but two to five and a half hours away, she was like <laughs> down the street. You were like down the street, yes, and I couldn't yes. come see you. It's okay. It's okay. It hurts, man. It next hurts, time, man. no, you just go ahead to put a mask on because I'm gonna. Next need time, you. look you- after after all this COVID stuff, I will just put on a mask. Back then, we didn't know what life was yet, <laughs> right? So I was like, let me just be safe. Let me just stay away. Next time, I'm just gonna mask up and be like, look, look, I'm, I'm coming. I'm gonna kiss the baby. I'm just coming. Look, you gonna be my doula, girl? I promise, because I'm like, well, that's my dream. Yeah, I promise. My I next child that. that I have, you need to know you more I than likely gonna be, be in the room. Like I would literally be hoping for somebody to like try something so I could just be like informed consent. We know our rights. <laughs> yes. She yes. said she don't wanna lay down. <laughs> I'm so glad. I I'm thankful for your friendship. It'll be good. It'll be fun. <laughs> I'm excited. All right, let's get started so, though, because it's not just not like at bay for a long time. <laughs> Kara says not in bay for a long time. Not for a well, long well, time. What are we talking about today? We are going to talk about community. We are yeah. going to talk about unity. We're going uh-huh. to talk about Christian love, which I feel like we talk about different iterations of this topic all the time. Yeah. But it's so needed. And mm-hmm. as my girl Portia says, we're going to open up to the book of Ephesians. <laughs> The fourth chapter <laughs> versus Yeah, she she messing with me right before I we do. got on here. I was like telling her about my YouTube that's videos. How she talks like normally, like y'all, like y'all think Portia just be putting it on for the podcast, maybe? Like, no, that's literally how she is. She talks with a black preacher, like 24 <laughs> Because she was like, Oh, you just been at that Presbyterian church, you ain't heard nobody talk. I'm like, no, I do, but like literally only in the pulpit. <laughs> Well, as for me and my house, we're going to tell you the chapter and verses. I was like, why don't you just one say through Ephesians three. 4, 1 through 3? She was like, that's not how we do it. Mm-mm, it's Ephesians, the fourth it. chapter, verses 1 through 3. <laughs> Turn with me in your Bibles if you have them. I li- So I asked um, yesterday for some topics for Sweet Tea, and one of my 
um, people was like, I don't know, like as long as Portia preaches the word and like you just hype her up, then I'm gonna be happy. And I was like, well, I can, we can do we that. We can do that, huh? We can do that. <laughs> so yeah. So how we ended up on this topic? I did a YouTube video yesterday. Um, hey, YouTube video yesterday. See, I knew she was gonna do that, y'all. Like, whatever. Anyway, um, my face wasn't even in the video. I did it like. I, I really, honestly, I was channeling my John Piper look at the book series oh, because I I be so like you know so I screen recorded and we just you know on your iPad I, yeah girl yeah <laughs> oh you got fancy with it I got fancy girl we'll, we'll link my, it in the show I notes. Bought, Yes, we will. We'll link it. I bought me this little plug to be able to hook my mic up so the audio could be clear. Did you baby. use your stylus? Were you like noting? I did. Oh. I did. I did. You got to go check the Fancy. video out, man. So, but I have been really burdened Um, anytime I see interactions on social media bet- between people who say I'm a believer. Um. I'm like, dude, especially when they're like when it's really contentious or just going at each other's throat or just making these big Wait, huge assumptions. You, you see that? I never see that on social media. What are you talking about? I, I see it when they come on your Twitter and <laughs> come just all kinds of sideways. So she's like, like you be checking your mentions? <laughs> I'm like, dude, what are you doing? But th- there yeah. is such it's just so crazy. And I'm like, if two people, if it's two people who are both saying, okay, I'm believers, then surely our interactions, even if we disagree, surely our interactions should not be like this. Like, we look just like the world, you know? And so, I've been so burdened about that. And I was like, you know, okay, well, y'all, you know me, Jasmine. The first thing that I say is always like, well, what does the word got to say like about it? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, is, what, the, what is the Bible? Because... Yes. And so I was taken to um, Ephesians, the fourth chapter, verses one through three. Yes, I did it again, just to annoy you. Um, and I'm trying to see if I want to read it. I got it in just read one it. translation. I want to change my translation now, girlfriend, because... Do that. Do you have any you, you, that's my bae. Okay, NASB. I can do that that's, for you, baby. You know, I can make it happen for you. Hold on one minute. Let me change. I don't even, I don't use that anymore. But like still, when I read the ESV, certain, I'll read certain passages. And I'm like, that doesn't sound quite yeah, like. It's, so really, you know me, I've been on CSB like. I do love the CSB. I do. I think it's very reader friendly. So nice CSB plug. Y'all get you a CSB Bible. But anyway, versus not one sponsored, three. but like, you know, if y'all want to sponsor us, that's fine too. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> hint, hint. <laughs> <clears throat> I actually, you want it in ASB, but I'm going to read CSB because <sighs> I know. I'm sorry. I love you, but I'm going to do what I do. I'm like okay. in the minority anyway. The people want to hear CSB too. They people do. do want to hear CSB. They want to hear can CSB. I, can I pull it up like so I can stop tripping? All right, there it is. So it says, therefore, I, the prisoner in the Lord, urge you to walk worthy of the calling you have received with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. And then verses four, like down through eight is really where he kind of supports that by 
talking about, you know, one body, one spirit, all of that good stuff. But I specifically wanted us to focus on verses one through three. And like, what are the implications for us as believers as we operate most of the time on public platforms and talking with one another and engaging? Like, what we doing, man? Like, right. <laughs> so I, I, I'll start here. I think a, a large part of this, the problem is a huge lack of humility. Yeah. Um, I think most of the time when we approach conversations, we automatically approach them with like, let me get you told or let me, you know, as opposed to, um, I guess thinking of one of another greater than self. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that, not in like a self deprecating way, but, like not coming to the table with I'm just gonna get my point across and I I don't care nothing about what you gotta say. Right. And I think I think you offer some really good like practicalness as to what that looks like from your book Mother to Son. Oh where yeah, the chapter the do is the dotes chapter. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. Um because I, I like I said I think when we approach conversations where I just gotta say what I need to say or I just gotta correct this person like we're automatically coming out the gate. That lack of humility is going to send that whole interaction mm-hmm. in the wrong direction. So yeah, I don't know. You, you give me your thoughts on that. <laughs> I'm looking and like the words that are jumping out of me are like humility, gentleness, patience, love. Like, and mm-hmm. those are all things that we've kind of let those be the world's things as Christians. Mm. Like, oh, they're just kumbaya all the time. They're just always trying to be like so compassionate, but their compassion is false compassion. Like the real compassion is telling mm-hmm. the hard truth. And that's what we do. We tell the hard truth. And right. <laughs> we just are like this one note kind of version of yes. Christianity where we'll, we're never like this version of Paul. We're always Paul talking to the Corinthians. <laughs> Yes, or talking to the Galatians. Right, we're always that Paul. We're never Paul, like, speaking a word in season in different scenarios and knowing Mm -hmm. what scenario calls for Corinthians Paul and what scenario calls for Ephesians Paul. Ephesians Paul is my favorite Paul. He is just kind and pastoral and you know right. this was more of a was am i mistaken it was a was this a circular the circular letter the one that went to more than one church i think most of his letters were like circular letters yeah. you know like they i know that getting... corinthians he was like specifically like corinthian church y'all trip and hear your names and i'm <laughs> right. gonna tell you who they are <laughs> joe bob billy right. knock it off <laughs> And so I feel like this letter was more like, a, you know, this is a just an overall word in season for all kinds of churches mm-hmm. and all kinds of circumstances. And I think mm-hmm. that we take his very specific tone with mm-hmm. Corinthians. We take his very specific tone in Galatians where he's talking to specifically the Judaizers and specifically yep. talking to legalists and people who are adding to the gospel and we apply Mm -hmm. like the tone that he used specifically in certain instances we applied every single solitary scenario yeah and there's never a scenario where our approach is gentleness humility Mm -hmm. love um and also here's the the thing eager these eager right that's what i was gonna say here's the thing everything that you just said 
these are also all fruit of the spirit as outlined in Galatians. That he talks about so, in Galatians. So is there a time, I think the larger question is, is there a time when we should not be practicing humility, gentleness, love, bearing with one another, you know, patience? Because even like, even his words to the Corinthians and to the, um, to the Judaizers, mm-hmm. it was specific to the sins that they were committing. Yes. It was not about Paul's personal offense. Right. He did not contrast it with his own righteousness, but rather mm-hmm. contrasted with the word of God and what thus mm-hmm. saith the Lord. Mm-hmm. And he didn't end it there. Come on. He didn't, he didn't end, end it there. there. And mm-hmm. I and I feel like we kind of like we we don't get to that. He didn't end it there part. And we mm-hmm. also didn't get to this part where it, his entire focus in um talking a little bit more harshly to other churches is unity. It's to maintain the unity of the spirit and it's to protect unity. And I think that in our, in our own harshness, often um, in our little, you know, evangelical bubbles, we're not really eager to protect unity. We're more eager to just draw lines in the sand and protect our bubble of our tribe and what we believe and, and what we want. Yeah, and that's, I agree. It's exhausting. It is very exhausting. And you know what I would notice? What I notice and what stands out um, to me in this particular passage, he's saying he's urging them to walk worthy of the calling that they have uh, received. Now, in other translations, I think the ESV it says uh, the the words like worthy manner are put together. And so when I'm looking mm-hmm. at this, it's like, okay, well, what does that mean? And it goes into what you were just about to say, an eagerness to maintain mm-hmm. Christ has done everything with his atonement. He's done everything to make us one. Right. But it's already there on the, Right, right, but there but we should need to be act a, like it. Come on, girl, come on. And that's because you said you said one through. Did you say one through three or one through four? Is I said four? one through. I said one through three, but then I said the the following verses are just kind of like supporting verses to because that to totally supports what out. you just said. Yeah, verse yes. four supports what you just yes. said because it's like there's one body, one spirit, one spirit, one hope, yes. one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, one Father, like. Right. The the goal here is not to fracture and splinter. The goal here is unity. And yeah. I I feel that oftentimes our goal um is in not, convers- unity, it's not unity. Because, it's because more just people like say who's our things team. like doctrine doctrine divides. Yes, doctrine does divide. But here's the thing. If you are calling yourself a believer and there is not an eagerness to maintain unity, then that makes me wonder, are you really a believer? And, you know, I pause to yeah. say that I try to be careful. But if Christ Christ did everything to unify us and by the spirit, we are given what is needed mm-hmm. to operate in that unity. Well, when I don't see that, that means, OK, you're not bearing the fruit of a believer. And so well, I think this is go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go I was ahead. Say, well, go people, ahead. people have no sense of first like primary issues and secondary issues. So like, yes, doctrine divides. Like if you don't believe that Christ is the son of God, we're not going to be able to go to church together. Like we, because the, that's the whole 
pres- the whole scriptural precedent is not going to be set. If you believe that God created Jesus, like mm, problematic right. for me. Like me, we're going to have yes. to divide all over that. There right. are things that divide, but there are also things that we should be able to still tertiary maintain issues. They're right. tertiary issues. Like people ask me these questions all the time. <laughs> I know. They'll just be like, okay, but um, do you believe that women can preach? Like, do you believe that women can be in the pulpit? I say, well, I'm a Presbyterian at our church. Like women don't get ordained. Right. Um, that's not something that I would pursue. That's just, right. that's, that's where I'm at. Okay, but do you think women preachers are saved? Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, how we jump from this to that, right? <laughs> <laughs> how did we get from this issue that is important, right? It divides mm-hmm. because right, you divides. can't be a woman preacher who goes to my Presbyterian church and expects to be able to preach. It's right. not going to happen at my church. Right. Um, but how does that then become a question of salvation? Like, God is right. very clear with us about the things that lead to salvation. Right. Hold on, my phone is, hold on, my phone is ringing. You're good. Hello. Hi. Girl, he lost. And he's like, I don't have GPS, so I'm going to have to tell you every move I make and can you guide me? Oh, my goodness. He's, he's, he's coming to your house for what? What is this for? To drop off food. DoorDash? And he ain't got GPS? Like, is he going to make it? Is he going to make it? Oh, and I'm like, sweetie, do you have an iPhone? Do you have an Android? Hello? Hello? Okay. I'm going to get over to your head. I'm going to give you a call. Hey, can you get me from there? Okay. Okay. us the things that are required for salvation and those are things that we need to be very very serious about yeah and then there's secondary issues that kind of divide us church-wise like a secondary issue for me would be like can women be preachers can women be pastors that's not a primary issue it's not unto salvation right but it's an issue that like we're not going to be able to go to the same church if you're a woman and you want to be a pastor Right. Like it's 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 just it's not going right. to work in my denomination, or even and, like when someone is baptized, like exactly, whether it's, you know, they Baptists and Presbyterians, you know, right? Whether they're baptized like the right way or the wrong way. <laughs> Wait a minute now. <laughs> um, I didn't say which way was right and which way was wrong. I just said like the mm-hmm. right way or the wrong way. Um, You're right. <laughs> you know, the historical way. I don't know, the way the church fathers were baptizing people. Anyway, um, but, like, that's, like, a secondary issue, right? And then, like, a tertiary Mm -hmm. issue is, like, Billy Bob likes to read books by these secular thinkers and gain knowledge from them. Because you know what? Mm -hmm. Billy Bob's over there reading this critical race theory book, and you tripping. But you over there reading Jordan Peterson, and you don't see a problem. And this is where the humility comes into play, is because, like, we don't think of, I'll be honest, I've been guilty of, of thinking that, of saying, like, I'll give myself in grace in how I process things or, Hello? you know, what? Okay. Okay, they're going to tell you what it is. Okay. 
Yep, just keep coming down. No, keep coming down, raise that drive. Oh, oh, come on, come on, raise that drive. Yeah, I'm having uh, Belfort's place. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. I'm passing. 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 That's me. Okay. Okay. We'll get again now. Like, and he get it, like, you don't, you're a delivery service, but you don't have GPS. And, like, also, how is it 2021 and you don't have GPS? I mean, I'm willing to even give him a slide on I it. can't. Some because, people, like, what kind of some people, do you have? Because some people don't. The older people, sometimes they don't. But here's my thing is how you work in a job that requires Listen, you to deliver. Portia, and you ain't let got, me walk you through this, though. Let me walk you through this, though. You work for a delivery service. You got to have a smartphone. Because how they going to... You think they calling people on rotary phones talking about, hello? Hi. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Could he, you got take one of them, this? he got one of them flip phones or one of them old Nokias <laughs> that you got to hit that that uh, nine, uh, six times for you to get an S. That... <laughs> I just... I was over and he was like up. so sweet about it. He was so... He was so sweet. Cause so I don't even know where I put my phone. Lord have mercy. Okay. All right. So we were uh where were we? <laughs> oh, just back on the whole um like I said, humility. But thing. yeah, secondary, tertiary, and second mm-hmm. well, primary, secondary, tertiary, and having the humility mm-hmm. to be able to look at those secondary and tertiary issues and say like we are doing our best mm-hmm. to look into the scriptures mm-hmm. and obey god and yep. to set up guardrails for ourselves to know ourselves to know our own flesh mm-hmm. and to walk with with care and mm-hmm. i think oftentimes especially in like and portion you can speak to this mm-hmm. me from my baptist uh backgrounds Mm-hmm. Baptists like to battle. Like we yep. want to have like a yep. battle mentality. Like yeah. Lego, who yeah. we fighting? Right. When I was a kid, it was secular humanism, and then yep. it was evolution in the schools. Yeah. And then it was like we. It's just like we're like, who are we fighting? Who right. are we fighting? And like, right. it's got to the point now where the world doesn't take us seriously enough mm-hmm. to take us serious in battle. Right. So instead of like fighting the adversary of the world we're like we're kind of bored so let's bite and devour each other yep i agree i agree um it just makes me you know it makes me think about like how 
it's really pride. That's what it is. It's mm-hmm. pride. And whether we want to admit it or not, pride is sometimes that respectable sin that is prized. Um, I We feel good about the fact that I can stand up and I can tell you this and, you know, draw a line here and be bold or quote-unquote right. courageous when I don't think well, that's that... What we're, getting. we're getting our meaning from that. We're not getting our meaning from Christ. We're getting our meaning from who did right. we stand up to today? Like, who did we go tip right. for tat with? And, right. you know, right. another thing that I like, so y'all know, um, maybe you don't know, my dad was recently having heart issues, was, you know, everybody knew about it, and Philip and I did not post about it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And we had people coming out of the woodworks coming for our necks because mm-hmm. we weren't posting about it on Twitter. Now, mind you, Portia, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to prompt her. How often do I talk to my parents? Every day. Okay. Um, me and my dad, how would you describe our relationship? Fine. Any other relationship with a dad and a daughter. Right. Any <laughs> other relationship with a dad. It's, it's, it is what it is. He's giving you, so, you know, the play-by-play, what's going on, right. location, stuff like we're that. Just talk, we're just talking, we're doing whatever. And mm-hmm. also, Portia already described for you. My level of illness over the last few weeks. Just mm-hmm. been on my back mm-hmm. in the bed. On top of that, a few weeks ago, I went in for an ultrasound. And my doctor was like, "Um, mm-hmm. your baby's spine is not developing correctly. There's too much fluid around your baby's brain. You have a hemorrhage. You're going to start bleeding any day. You're probably going to miscarry. But if you don't, your baby's going to have to have surgery or is going to have lifelong developmental issues. Stressful. Was like, People not even cool. knowing... That all of this is going on behind the scenes, but coming at you. Yes. Like, this is what I'm talking about. This is a lack of humility. I I feel like humility says, a lack of humility says, I'm not even going to consider what's going on on the other side of the fence. Because I know everything. I have all of the information mm-hmm. in the age of social media. It just makes you think that you know everything. And because my dad decided to be public, like just because my dad decided to be public about what was going on with him, doesn't mean that I'm then obligated to be public with my feelings about what's going on with him. Right. Exactly. Like those are our individual decisions that exactly. we get to make. Right. And people are literally on Twitter called like I, Portia, I'm not I, even lying to you. Somebody was like, like, well, um, J.D. Greer didn't post anything. Oh, yeah, um, neither did so-and-so. Oh, neither did so-and-so. Um, yeah, uh, Tabidi posted, but it was just a retweet. So, like, they must hate him. They're not praying for him. I'm like, what do you mean they're not praying? I, mind you, again, they don't know what my inbox looks like. My they inbox don't know is how overflowing. many people who, who've reached out to you personally. From some of the same people whose names they were calling. Right. Because it's more, like... It means more to our family for them to reach out to me than them mm-hmm. to just be grandstanding on Twitter. And watching that pettiness yes. swirl around this man that you claim to care about. Right. This man whose health you claim to care about. Like, there were people who thought my dad was dying. Right. Who were taking time to be petty like that. Right. I That's agree. broken. That's that broken. broken behavior. And, it, and, it's, and it's prideful. Like I said, it's a lack of humility, a lack of gentleness, of not... Like, I, I'm really trying to train myself, even with how I raised my daughter, to err on the side. Girl, I don't know if I told you about Poopgate. Oh, I got to tell you about Poopgate. Really. So, Emmy... I heard about Poopgate, but they need to hear about Poopgate. <laughs> so, Emmy 
we've been potty training and trying to really like y'all know potty training is hard i don't well maybe it's not for you but for me and my little tenacious three-nager potty training is bananas and so we've been trying to work with her on that you know understanding the the sensation knowing when she needs to go also um trying to make sure she goes potty for before bed and sometimes getting her up in the middle of the night the whole potty training thing um now mind you we got to keep this in mind i think i told y'all that emmy has been having these middle of the night rendezvous where she gets up and she just decides oh i'm gonna eat a whole pack of my dad's gum or i'm gonna go in here and drink all the juicy juice or whatever so (laughs) we've been dealing with that problem where she waits us out until we go asleep like she she's in our bed and she waits us out until we're asleep, and then she crawls out the bed and does whatever. Portia, tell him, tell him, because that so, one night she said, Portia said she was like nodding off, and Emmy was just watching her with yes, eyes watching wide my open, face. and Portia but, but was like that, trying to stay awake, <laughs> and they were having like a staring contest. Yes, this is, and so this particular night, which was like maybe like three nights ago, she waited me and Mikhail out again, and this time I guess she had to go poopy. And she tried to go to the potty, but she also made our bed the potty. And so, like, literally, poop was everywhere, y'all. Like, I lost it. Normally, I am the gentle nurturer, but this time, I lost it. And my husband had to remind me to, like, take two steps back, remember gentleness, Remember, you don't know, because initially when I got up, when you're waking up and you smell poop and you see it, like, I'm just snapping. I'm like, what is going on? Like, I, what are you doing, Emery? And Why? Then, right. And then Mikhail was like, well, you don't know. She may have tried to go. And later on, we did find out that she did try to go in her potty. And we don't know what happened, how it got all messy. But he was like, you got to be able to take a step back and be gentle and be patient and still loving my mom gave this whole big old scenario and she was like that's how it is with kids there's gonna be a lot of days where they're gonna get in poop maybe not like actual poop but poopy situations but you still bear with them and you love them and you are you take a humble posture with them and so i'm just like I go to family. Right, because you are family and you right and so what would happen if we saw other people, other believers, for real, for real, if we saw them as family, like people who you still have my love, and I'm not saying passivity, you know what I'm saying, like love still corrects, we still corrected her and told her, no, you don't put poop in mom's bed, but... But I bet you didn't in there, I bet you weren't just like, you don't put poop in the bed and I don't love you anymore. Exactly. You're like, you don't put poop in the bed. Right, right. I love you. So, um, <laughs> you I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure you guys are cracking up on the other side. But yeah, we've uh, <laughs> this this whole experience has been known, coined as poop gate. I don't ever want to go through it again. But it was a good learning lesson, like for me, of what it means to like actually 
not just go off the deep end based on my own perceptions mm-hmm. or how I think my daughter should be handling something. Like I got to take into a whole, a, a variety of factors. She's three, mm-hmm. she's learning. You know, there's a lot of stuff that it's just, I, it doesn't meet the eye that I got to take into consideration as I parent mm-hmm. her. And I think those are the same principles that we have to keep in mind as we interact with other believers. Like you don't know who's right. who's immature in the face right now. You don't know like you don't know any of you these. You don't know things. like what kind of trauma people are but dealing with. It, exactly. You don't know where you're finding somebody along their journey and you don't know how what you say can help or hinder them it, as they're making the journey. Exactly. And which this, may end up in exactly the same place where you are. Yeah, come on. If Come you on. give it some time and show some gentleness. Look, listen, I got another scripture that, that I think is applicable here that I've been going to over and over and over. It's Romans, the 12th chapter, verse 3. <laughs> and it says, for by the grace given to him, I tell every, I'm sorry, by the grace given to me, not him, to me. I tell everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he should think. Instead, think sensibly as God has distributed a measure of faith to each one. And I think this Mm -hmm. is important. When we think too highly of ourselves, like we got it right, we got the answer, we got the game plan, instead of considering like our neighbors first or considering things in light of all these other different factors, like... It's easy easy for us to jump out the gate with harshness and, you know, foolishness and craziness when we are making ourselves and our line of thinking and our way of doing things a standard as opposed to being humble and saying, well, maybe, well, just maybe, let me, let me take a different way. Just like, yes, I see this so much in conversations about race and justice, Mm -hmm. which I've been having a lot with my last book. And this upcoming book, I'm excited about my third book because it is not about race and justice and your girl gets to take a break because your girl is fatigued. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Right. I had a white person the other day be like, yeah, I know that like that's your hobby. And I was like, no, my hobby is just like writing about like whatever. Right. I'm just writing about this right now. Right. Like this is not my joy right. to argue with you about black humanity on the internet. Right. It's not my favorite thing. Um, But taking like I have had to learn as a black woman operating in predominantly white evangelical space I've had to learn to believe the best come come on I have had to learn to think before I react Mm -hmm. I have had to learn to take people's past into account yep I've had to like there's all these things that I've just had to learn in order to navigate these spaces because if I didn't learn those things I would just be pissed off all the time, Mm -hmm. going off on people, not giving people a chance. But instead, I've had so people ask me a question that I think is maybe Mm -hmm. a dumb question. (laughs) You know, being like, okay, but they ask, right? So, right, let's let's talk about it. Let's let's get into it. A lot of times, minorities in those situations have to do that over and over and over again. Mm But the people in the majority con- context, or what uh, Carl Ellis calls the dominant culture, uh-huh. aren't really used to offering that to others. And so, instead of saying, this, my Black friend, is posting a lot about race and justice right now. I wonder what traumas 
they have in their life that I have never experienced mm-hmm. that they could be referencing right now right. and talking about right now. Right. I, I wonder right. what I could learn. Right. I wonder how I could. And I'm not saying like it's a white person's job to shut up and do that. It's all of our jobs to do that. Right. Like right. all of us have to do that in all kinds of circumstances. Same with men and women. Philip and I, as we've been married, have just learned so like he he'll explain things to me because I'm promise sometimes I'm just like, you a man, suck it up. I don't know. And he's like, Jasmine, right. this is what it's like to be me. Like this is what it's like to carry what I'm carrying. Right. This is what it's like to, and I think that so many times when we do that, when we take the time to do that and understand each other, you know, subdominant, dominant culture, mm-hmm. man, woman, mm-hmm. old, young, whoever, um, we're a lot more able to dwell with understanding each other. My, my um, therapist says this all the time, but she says to find the understandable part of your spouse. Mm-hmm. Why is he acting the way that he's acting? That's, that's making you. Right react that way right like let's get into it let's actually know let's actually understand and i think if we're not eager for unity then we don't take the time to understand because unity is not important to us mm-hmm. so maintaining a relationship is not important to mm-hmm. us and therefore we don't have to stop and think we can just react right. and respond and rattle off statements like people aren't people right but when we want to show unity when we want to be a family when we want to grow like philip and i want to grow we're going to be with each other till one of us dies mm-hmm. So we have a vested interest in understanding each other mm-hmm. and learning to communicate the, and finding the understandable part of each other. There's an eagerness to maintain your there's unity maintain because you know unity. that you are joined together. And that is what we are not saying. If the, if the yes. Lord has made us one and we know that we are all joined together as brothers and sisters in Christ, then there should be an eagerness to maintain that unit unity i think that there is too much i'm sorry i'm just gonna say it i think that there is too much of an eagerness now in today's culture culture to have a separation with people to have a separation Mm -hmm. with believers instead of even if you are saying well i don't even know if so-and-so you know, is okay. If this person is professing, then I think even there, there's a responsibility. There are processes that we take to kind of try to flesh this whole thing out. Look at what Paul does in Corinthians with the the guy who was sleeping with his daddy's his stepmama. You know, that first Paul says, "Give him the rod of discipline." He tripping, but then Paul comes back in the latter letter and says, "Now." reconcile with this man bring him back in Mm -hmm. and you know teach Mm -hmm. him and love him and show him you know so it's like there there's a balance there between how we discipline how we teach how we operate but even in all of that the heart behind it is to maintain the unity that christ has already secured for us and i think here's the here's the larger part of this and i'm gonna shut up after this If we just remember that everything that Paul is saying here with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, if we remember that these are all markers of Christ's character himself. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so what does that mean for how we should look? Those very same virtues or principles should be evident in our lives. And do we get it overnight? No, but we work at it. You know what I'm saying? We continue to like 
like we don't push it into the back part of our minds and say, okay, well, whatever, I'm just gonna do me. I'm saved and whatever. Right. But you actually work at those things. You you practice mm-hmm. them. You make a practice of pursuing godliness. Right. So, and you think you think before you react, and that takes treasuring the relationship. Because mm. if I'm just a person that you don't care about on Twitter. You can just rattle off whatever about me yep. and not feel any consequences. That is a very good point. Do you treasure? But if I'm a sister in Christ, yep. do you treasure me? Do you treasure your relationship? Do you treasure me like you would one of your best friends? And would you would you talk to your best friend the way you're talking to me? Come on, girl. Would you talk to your spouse? Would you talk to your child? Would you talk to your? Because the Bible says that we are one. Yep. Like we are grafted into the exact same body, like yes. the same blood yes. unites us. And so that makes us, with fear and trembling, yes. go to people with their sin, right? Yes. And say, look, I care so much about you and I care so much about our unity that I have to point this right. out. Right? Not, ah, ha, ha, I caught you. Yep. Come on. Come on. <laughs> that, this is true. Oh, this has been, this conversation has been such a blessing. It's it, like, I've been thinking on this a while, but just talking about this with you has prompted so, so many more thoughts you know, and practically, what does this look like in my like day to day walk? And what yeah. am I going to be more attentive to as I engage with people on social media or, you know, wherever? All right, guys, that's it for today. As always, Sweet Tea is a production brought to you by the Area Code Network. If you would like to learn more, just go on and visit www.areacodenetwork.com. Look out for my president song because it'll be dropping on Spotify really soon. Okay, and let me hit stop recording because what? Here we go. She said she got a track dropping. Like I got a track dropping. Who you been in the studio with? Like, don't worry about that. I got my little Yeti mic, (laughs) and that's all I need. It's my Yeti mic and my passion. Okay. I'm not. It may not be on Spotify. It may be on SoundCloud. You know, is that still a thing? I, is SoundCloud a thing? No. Yes, it is. It is actually. It is. But look, I was really I hoping that we would make it through this episode without one mention from that <laughs> president song. And we almost made it. And that's exactly why I'm going to hit. I am working on uh-uh. it. Not, not as long as I got. It's for the kids. Because I'm going to. Listen, I, I want to maintain unity with you. So, you know, I just. I just think you need to leave that alone now. Operating your gift. Writing and teaching. Not. The song is teaching. It's teaching. Uh-uh. I ain't got and time. And I wrote it. I ain't got time. All right, y'all. Okay, I didn't write it. All right, y'all. It's Bye. Because I'm not going to argue with Jasmine. I'm not going to argue with Jasmine about this. Wow. She's going to do me like that. I'm pregnant. Wow. <laughs> you don't get no sympathy votes from me because you're pregnant over here. Wow. <laughs> 
This is an Area Code podcast.